girl, welcome to Blossom. This is your host, Alexandra. I'm a marketing student with a passion for fitness and mental growth. In this podcast, we're gonna talk about everything health and fitness, business and life in general to help you let go of your fears, get out of your comfort zone and conquer your life. Are you ready to blossom? Hello friends and welcome back to Blossom. Before starting this episode, I would like to thank every single person who reached out to me after my last episode on eating disorders. I am so glad you liked it, but most importantly, I am grateful to know that my story inspired some of you. Indeed, if you ever feel the need to talk to someone, just drop me a message on Instagram and I'll be more than happy to chat. While I was reflecting on the topic for this next episode, I thought about how important it is that you surround yourself with people that make you feel energized and inspired, while also learning how to set boundaries to prevent feeling depleted by people that surround you and might actually have a negative impact on your mental health or your energy levels. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. To start this episode, I would like to use the words of motivational speaker Jim Rohn, who said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Indeed, the people you spend the most time with will shape who you are, they will determine what you devote your attention to, and they will also affect to which attitudes and behavior you are regularly exposed to. So eventually, you will start to think like these people think and behave just like they do. According to an Harvard research, the people that we habitually associate ourselves with will determine as much as 95% of our success or failure in life, and that is huge, like, let that sink in. So, we should choose our bubble, our circle, very wisely. And think of it this way. If the five people that you spend the most time with are constantly complaining about their life, they are always there talking about the word is plotting against them, and they constantly blame their lack of results on others or on external circumstances, well, chances are that you are also going to be like them. On the contrary, if those five people are extremely successful and fulfilled with their life, career and family, or at least they are always trying to move forward in life despite the struggles or the idols that might have to endure, well, you will feel inspired and you will probably do the same. So sometimes you just have to get out of this negative environment and let go of toxic people to see your dreams fulfilled. And I'm sure some of you will relate to this. But I have noticed that some of my closest friends and family members are not fully aligned with my way of living. For example, I am very active and I love to train. So I always wake up very early in the morning before having classes at uni or before going out for work. And because I want to have enough me time, just 
I would like to call it, to work out, journal, listen to a podcast, go for a walk, and like really focus on myself and my mental health. But they, my friends and family, don't really understand why I do that. They sometimes call me crazy or even obsessed because I'm like, they are, they're like, oh, you could be sleeping. Why do you wake up so early? And while I wouldn't ever stop training just because they don't understand, um, there are other areas of my life where I'm not so confident and where I'd love to receive more support. But since I know that these people might actually be um, saying something against like my my dreams, um, I always tend to keep my thoughts and feelings to myself. And this situation actually made me think of how the people that we interact with can basically be classified into two groups. Those leave us feeling charged with extra energy and ready to conquer the world, and those leave us feeling drained, like after talking to them, you're just like, please, God, give me a break. <laughs> and yeah, so we could define these people as either energy givers or energy suckers. And we all have friends, colleagues, family members who possess this amazing ability and noted sarcasm here to cast a dark shadow on any moment we might be sharing together. So let me give you some definitions. An energy giver is a person who is full of light and positive energy. And when you meet such person, you leave the conversation with them feeling inspired, elevated, and motivated to grow. Energy suckers, on the other end, are persons who walk around just looking for opportunities to unload their problems, issues, and unsolicited opinions on any poor soul which happens to be you or me in this case, offer them the opportunity to do so. So it's of course a no-brainer that the more people of the energy giver category you surround yourself with, the happier your days. An energy giver, in fact, knows how to truly listen to you with full focus and without feeling the need to interrupt you or to use you as a channel to relieve their own tensions and frustrations. They won't judge you and those people are also capable of like embodying the positive that there is in this world. So they will prompt you to move forward in your life. On the other hand, the mindset of energy suckers is much more limited to the idea that they are victims to external circumstances. So they are always trying to blame external uh, factors for their lack of success or their lack of accomplishments. So they always try to look for problems instead of looking for solutions. So... Um, as I said before, what I've noticed is that some of my closest family members belong, unfortunately, to this last to, to this latter category. So, while they are supportive of my dreams and they try to like really support me, they are also constantly f- blaming something or complaining about something. So, every time that I spend time with them and with COVID and lockdown it happens 
pretty frequently. I mean, we are like at home constantly together. I literally feel like my desire to be productive and positive being sapped away from me. So how am I dealing with this situation? Well, of course, since they are my family member, I cannot really get rid of them like I would with any other toxic person. However, what I've learned to do is kind of turn down the volume of their words. And this is a great visual cue, in my opinion, to help me explain what I want to say to you, what I want to convey to you in this episode. So um, try to think of people present as if they were channels on your radio. And just like a radio, people do vibrate energy. So you can either decide to turn on the volume when your favorite tune is playing, or you can decide to turn down the volume or even change channel altogether whenever a song you don't like comes up. And the same thing you can do with people's energy. If you perceive their presence or their mood to be a threat to your own well-being, well, just turn down the volume, block out their words and focus on something else. Just put on your headphones, change radio stations and yeah, blast out your favorite song. So what I'm saying, it's not easy. Like, I mean, not at all because I've been there, but Start by becoming aware of how these people are sucking your energy away from you and are actually preventing you from following a dream or a project you've been thinking on for a while uh, simply because they believe it's not right for you or because they are scared or simply because they are like unloading their problems on you and therefore you feel much more stressed than you should. Um, At the same time, you should be mindful of the people that make you feel inspired and recharged after spending some time with them. And those are the people you should have in your closet bubble or in your closet circle because they will help you to elevate your life. And here, there is another important point that I want to make. And... More specifically, when you think of the people that make you feel inspired, uh, I want you to think about people that are like more knowledgeable or expert than you. And not because you should feel like inferior to them, but simply because if you think of like being surrounded by hundreds of people and all of them have your same level of knowledge or expertise in a field, well, you you are kind of already at the limit of um, of the room. So, I mean, you cannot further enhance your skills because everyone is at the same level. On the contrary, if you try to um, expand your circle to people that are more expert or more knowledgeable than you, you can actually raise the bar and try to further boost your knowledge your skills, your abilities, because you can aspire to to reach their level. So they will be the limit that you can reach and hopefully surpass. So, and another like extremely important point in this whole discussion is how your mental health should be your number one priority. And 
one way to really take care of it is to set your boundaries. And what I mean by that is that a boundary could be anything from physically walking away from those people that make you feel like crap or uh, that are constantly criticizing you. But sometimes it might feel hard to really cut off people because, I, as I said before, some of those people that are not very good for your mental health might be part of your family. So you cannot be like, okay, bye-bye, see you never again. But uh, an effective boundary could be, for example, creating some habits like spending 30 minutes in the morning by yourself or go for a walk. So something that helps you to reflect on what's going on in your life and how you want to proceed or just to unwind from, from the stress that you might be feeling. And one important thing to understand is that setting boundaries should not be um, something egoistic or that make you feel bad because you want to like have your own space. This is not egoistic at all. I mean, having boundaries is fundamental for you to be at peace with yourself. I like to think of boundaries like traffic signs. And I'm, I know this episode is full of visual cues, but I feel like they are helpful in a way. So just like traffic signs and traffic lights should allow everyone to drive safely and everyone knows where and when to stop, well, setting boundaries in your life will help you to define your area of safety in a way uh, where you feel at ease with yourself and where you know that others need to stop because that is your, your area and people should not cross it. So my reminder for you today is to surround yourself with people that reflect who you want to be and how you want to feel because energies are contagious and you deserve a life you're proud of. So thank you so much for listening and talk to you soon. That's all I've got for you today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and please remember to let me know what you think or what topics you would like me to talk about. You can do that by texting me on Twitter or Instagram. All the infos are in the description box. And if you like, leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to nurture your passions and feed your dreams. Let them blossom.